Hi everybody, welcome to the Lot Pod, the Leeds Rhinos Lot 17A podcast, kindly sponsored by ACDMB, who are a branding and creative design agency based in Farsley, Leeds. They create standout brands, so if any companies out there need a brand new logo or a brand refresh, just get in touch with ACDMB. Thanks as always to them for sponsoring us, not just with the podcast, not just with the fanzine, not just with the merch, but now with the podcast studio which we will be recording the Salford review in. We're back in there. We're very lucky, again, to have another special guest with us for this Leeds Rhinos season preview. But joining me as always, my right-hand man, my co-host, but our amazing stats man, Statman Reese. I'm a stat Freeze. How are you, Reese? Good for a Monday, good for a Monday. But that intro just reminded me because it's always a bit of a big fish, little fish, cardboard box song, isn't it? That yeah. I was at the ice hockey last night and they actually yeah. played big fish, little fish, cardboard box at some point. One point, um, so just going to say it played your theme tune. No, it didn't play the theme tune. No, it actually your played jingle? the big fish, little fish, cardboard box. Um, but yeah, no, good. Thank you. We're very lucky for another lot pod special. Another making his hat trick appearance. Who's joining us tonight to preview all things lead rhinos? Well, I'm not sure friend of the pod is a good phrase now because now he's been here three times. It should be another level, really. But it's uh, commercial <laughs> yeah, director and Leeds Rhinos fan, Rob Oates. Rob, how are you? Nice to see you. Good evening, chaps. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Rob, it's it, it's pre-season or just pre-season's coming to an end. Um, how excited are you for this 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 Super League season for the Rhinos? Can't wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a buzz around the place. Certainly, mm. um, there's a lot of talk on Friday. Um, that's pre-season done, on and yeah. off the field. We're all ready. Everybody's ready. At AMT Headingley to welcome everyone this Friday, and it's um, the countdown's on in it. Yeah, is it I, worth mean, being I mentioned in the club, Rob, because like you've got you, you're a commercial director, but you're also a Leeds Rhinos fan. So, yeah. as, as a Rhinos fan, as us fans, we can separate ourselves from pre-season a bit because we have our day jobs and everything else to get done but being excited for pre-seasons for you guys in the club being in the club and seeing the players is, is it worse that is that expectation of pre-season worse or close to it worse. are you too close a bit as worse yeah the um <laughs> i suppose it's a hazard of the job that there's no escape is there there's yeah like the good times are like so so much better because we're in the thick of it and when the tough times come, and we haven't had many, but last few years there's been on occasions where you've gone, this is a bit tricky, you know, mm-hmm. going going back in on a Monday after a heavy defeat. So 
Um, but yeah, no, no, it's 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 a fab place to work. It's a fab it's a fab organisation to be involved with, and and I'm very grateful, and I look myself as as very grateful in, in the position I am. I absolutely love it. Um, as you know, I am a friend of the pod for sure. You two do a brilliant job, and it's it's very nice. You said you're honoured. What did you say? We've got very special guests. I'm not so sure. There's just no one else to do it. But it is very nice that you come back. But... You always say that, but we're honoured to have you on. Ridiculous, but anyway, um, it's um, no, it's nice, it really is nice to be on, and and you know, like a, sh a shared um belonging, I guess that's what the rhinos yeah. bring to a whole host of people for different reasons. And us three are no different. Is there, it's, it's pre season, or it's just been pre season, Rob? Is, is there ever a quiet period in your job? Is there ever a time where you can kind of have a little reset, or is it always just constantly kind of? Kind yeah, of it's, it's, different. it's different when you don't have games on a weekend because yeah. you know you, you've got you know friday saturday sunday night off and you know it is different um but it's the off season is busy for us because that's when we're yeah. selling trying to get everything you know and all the partners and sponsors get all that renewed and get it all done um and obviously you know we've got some challenging numbers to hit as we always have um it's it's been a fantastic off season um for for the, the club commercially. Um so yeah, yeah, we're in a good place. You mentioned there commercially, we did uh you did announce, the club did announce a fantastic new deal with AMT. How did how did that come about, Rob? That that AMT partnership, that new sponsorship? Yeah, so the so the guy who owns AMT um is a guy called Neil Magali, originally from Middleton. Um He's built up a really, really successful Leeds-based business that's um, a national business, but it's Leeds-based. He's absolutely diehard Rhinos fan. Loves it. Oh, that helps. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I've known him a long time. Um, yeah. I got introduced to him from a really, really good friend of mine who sadly passed away not so long ago, Richard Goldberger, who were big mates and through golf, played a bit of golf. So like, I've known him for 16 years. And then just because we had the global deal and how things were and then with the redevelopment and then just got a, a bit bit into it with neil saw a bit more of neil and then it you know just conversations happened and it took maybe 18 months to get from oh really mm. yeah so so that went on um but yeah that's that's a fabulous deal for us you know 15 year um association with a guy who really 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 loves the club you know he's interested you know will Sam Stoney be fit you know with his thumb for for Friday that's you know, you know we had a couple at the, I was at Ellen Road with him on Saturday because they do a bit with Leeds United too so um and with Yorkshire cricket so they've got all the clubs in 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 the city if you like um and he that you know he's interested he's genuinely interested is neil and his son alex runs it they've got a fabulous team of people great cars great people um and if you need a car or anything speak to amt because you know it's it's a, a car a vehicle solution for everyone is their caption so cars cars for everyone from one one end of the spectrum to the other as you can imagine but it's a brilliant deal and that was a special day when we announced that it was a it was a big thing it was great so obviously it was quite a, a, a big deal. Obviously, you had the press conference announced. What in terms of the impact for the club announcing a deal of that value and that length, what difference does it make to you and your your to the club, but also to that commercial team as well? Yeah, I I mean commercially, you know, and and you know, not to go into too much depth, but you know, I think, you know, 
anyone anyone would know you know those three on the call would know the energy prices have gone through the roof so the club's energy prices um you know we're spending 300 grand or more this year than we did last on energy and it's like oh. uh, where's that going to come from yeah. so you know the, and then you know some other stuff you know the tv dealing won't quite the number although i thought they did a brilliant job at getting that sky deal and you maybe you might ask me about sky later because sky are fantastic partners of rugby league and and that's really encouraging i spent a bit of time with with the wider sky group down there a couple of weeks ago and they're fantastic but you know with all the challenges that we've got we need to hit you know big commercial numbers so it, it does certainly help with that in terms of players and you know salary cap we're spending up to cap anyway mm. and you know would you know we've never shied away from you know being spending everything that's legal and allowable on on our team and that's what we've been doing and that's what we've done again in 2024 so um it doesn't have too much effect on the rugby department but it, you know from from a club point of view it certainly helps yeah that was a massive deal, the AMT. There was a massive press conference. Was the initial idea to have, because Brody Croft and Andy Ackers got kind of brought in a day or two later, was the initial idea, because there was a lot of rumours about them yeah, two yeah. being there and it being a massive, massive unveiling of AMT and Croft and Ackers. Is that accurate, Rob? <laughs> Not quite. Oh. Um, so so Garrett, Gary had never, ever divulged where he was at with players. Never, ever, ever. Mm -hmm. And I think the Brodie Croft one is the first time that he spoke to a few of us saying that, that was close. Um, and it was Phil Daly who said it'd be brilliant if he just walked across yeah. the pitch with some dry ice and a lead shirt on walking, you know what I mean? And like yeah. walking through the vehicles to where we all were in the corporate facility in Taverners in the mm -hmm. corner or just come out the corner of Taverners and just walk that would have blown everyone's mind and, and that was we were getting really giddy and excited at the thought of that. <laughs> Andy that Ackers, was better than the end to the traitors that I think that would have been even better than that. that Andy, Andy Ackers hadn't signed then. So that, he that wow he, he hadn't signed at that point and nobody other than Gary and Rowan knew that Andy Ackers was on the cards. And that happened really quick. But that one on the cards at that point. So Andy Ackers was never mentioned that he was going to be at an AMT, um, the prep, the AMT press conference. Brody Croft was. So it was partially, partially true. But it just didn't get it. it I, don't, I don't know. I can't remember the detail of it. But there was just a bit of red tape and a bit of contract here and there. And obviously, when you've got Salford involved, they've got to be happy and cool because he was their player, and they, you know, they've got to be happy with the 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 deal as well so it didn't just quite get done in time to, to be unveiled on that tuesday but i think it was the following tuesday or maybe yeah maybe yeah. the following tuesday wednesday when they were both announced so probably a week later yeah but yeah that partially true that would have been great wouldn't it it would have been amazing <laughs> it would it's have still been amazing anyway it was. Still, well, we've got them both anyway so i, do, I suppose it doesn't matter in that context. I, do, I do like the flair of just Croft potentially just walking into that press conference, everyone going, yeah, 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 hang yeah, on yeah. a minute. Um, <laughs> but um, a couple of other changes that happened in the in the off-season, mainly grading tickets. So I think this, this was the first year I'd remembered for a while where we'd done uh, an early bird deal for season tickets. You know, yeah. something that I took advantage of, you know, two and a pound for the South Stand was was great value. It didn't mean that the Western Terrace Cheap. came up, but, but <laughs> Western Terrace went up, I understand that. What was the reason behind 
trying, you know, doing that early bird? Is that, you know, is that something that Rhinos have done before? Yeah, yeah, we have. We we've done it. We we've done it a bit. Obviously, we, you forget, don't you, that COVID yeah. and three years post COVID was a discounted period for some people who were like almost like coming out of COVID. So twenty twenty four is the first year, first year, normal year, if you like, mm-hmm. where COVID had has not had an effect on our numbers because people who gifted then got a discount for three years. Um, so that that kind of like skews the numbers and skews some of the increases. But if you look back pre-COVID, the, the, the season ticket and the membership um, is fantastic value. And we'd always look at it. Matt Adams and Sean Jones do an absolute brilliant job. And then when they show us it, you just, you just look at it. Nigel Chambers, our finance director, sense checks it, and you just go, "That's fair," and that's 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 you know we're not trying to double it by forty-nine percent, you know, come up with a, a fair proposition, and then with the um, instalment plan, which you can, I mean, like even today as we sit here now, you can spread it six six months through, and if you bought a season ticket tomorrow again, which is fantastic. You know, into, I don't understand why more people don't do that uh, at zero interest. So yeah, so I, th- I, th- I think that the early bird we did, we did back in the day. Early bird used to be like up till first of November and then cut off and off you went. So it's always been extended a bit. But yeah, we used to do early birds, but there's almost been a, a, a reset button with membership. I mean, and the, the wider point, I guess, is is membership is a different beast to how it was 20, 25 years ago as well. Yeah, so everyone everyone had a season ticket, everyone had a paper season ticket, and then like tore your little thing out. Yeah. And now, it, now it's just vastly different, is it? How people, you know, take, you know, content and attend matches and, you know, this, the, you know, as, as, as we, we progress further, uh, who knows where membership will, will end up. But it's still a massive part of our um, our year and a massive part of our budget, um, and we're just about we're just about up year. Well, we we are up year on year, um, oh, brilliant. which is a good thing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, probably need to be a little bit more up, but um, yeah. So if anyone's umming and ahhing about whether you're coming on Friday, please come. Yeah, get your tickets. In, in relation yeah. to that, and. Does the signing of, I mean, it might be an easy one to answer, a bit of an obvious question, but when you bring in Croft and Ackers and, you know, we pay that sort of money, which runners haven't done for so long, and it is, it is for me, quite a, a big deal in Super League history. Do you see spikes in, in ticket sales or seeing ticket sales when, when something like that does get announced? Yeah, a little bit. Um, I've been surprised at how people are still questioning the rugby operation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I've been slightly surprised at that. I thought I thought people would be like us three going, "Hey, we've got we've we've got a right team here, and the treble's on." Yeah, I the treble's coming home. Yeah, I thought more people would be like that. Um, but you know, I, I guess last year was so disappointing, wasn't it? And at times, really difficult watching. It's 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 scarred a few. So, and again, as a club, and and to be fair to Gary and Rowan. It's like, come on, we need to drive this forward now, and we and, and knowing what we know and knowing what we need, mm-hmm. this is what this is what needs to happen. And if you'd have said, right, there's ten things that need to happen in the off season, every single one of them happened. Mm-hmm. Every, every single one of them happened. So, 
it's just it was from that point of view it's been the perfect and we'll maybe come on to that about the players and and the mood in the camp a bit later on but yeah it's been a fabulous off season and we've seen it i suppose a little bit reflected so far in in numbers certainly commercially but yeah there's, there's still a bit of, of of where to go on on tickets and membership a couple of wins rob and everyone will be back exactly <laughs> Start well, yeah, absolutely. Start well. Yeah, so as soon as the same Brody Croft player, they'll all be straight back into internally. Um, just on IMG, Rob, uh, what have you made of the? It's only been a really short period of time that IMG are kind of getting their their wheels turning. What yeah. have you made of what IMG have done so far in this uh, this off season? Yeah, I think, I, th I think there's a few things, isn't there, that's that started. Um, I know they played a, a, a significant role in the team. And, and rugby league commercial, headed up by Rodri, needs needs some credit there. Sky really like rugby league. Sky really get on with, you know, Rodri and his team. So um, Sky is such a big part of the funding and everything else. We need to look after Sky. We need to promote Sky. You know, if if if, if from this, what could you do? Buy a membership at Leeds Rhinos and make sure you've got Sky, um, and you haven't got a dodgy stick. They're the three that you could do. That, that would help rugby league because um sky are brilliant partners um img i mean they've been involved a couple two and a bit years i think it's been slow at times i think right. some of that grading and stuff seemed to drag on um and didn't really tell us anything that no one didn't know and mm -hmm. um, would be my personal view not necessarily the club's view but my view um mm -hmm. but They've done some bits and like they certainly got a feeling that this year there seems to be more positivity, more content. And I think yeah. the club I think the clubs are helping with that too. And that's right, because it is the club's responsibility to do that as well and make the game better. So I think you throw IMG in Rugby League Commercial Sky and every club getting their act together a bit more. Um I think it's it's it you know, put put it all in a pot and it does seem more vibrant. You do see more positivity. Um and yeah, uh, it, it it all um adds up to a, like what should be a really, really encouraging twenty twenty four, shouldn't it? I think it was always gonna be a little bit of a slow burner with IMG though, isn't it? Like you can't you know, you can't build a long term strategy overnight. You've got to go in and speak to all the clubs, get the information, get the data to build it. But it certainly feels like in the last three months that quite a lot has happened like we had the grading results come out and obviously the obvious thing was that we were number one but then we've had the announcement we're always going to be number one <laughs> yeah they exactly underscored us <laughs> that's what rob meant when he said we didn't need the grading us to tell that because you knew that anyway but um <laughs> you know they had the gradings we had the super league commercial come out didn't we? we've had all the you know the new fantasy you know and we've had the new branding it all seems to have come quite quickly in the lead up to the preseason, which is which is i think has helped yeah. my excitement for the build-up of the season as well yeah i agree i completely agree yeah, race. Yeah, do. Do um, do IMG speak to the clubs? Of yeah, do the do the yeah. do the, yeah. There's a much communication in between the cells. Yeah, yeah. Not not so much commercially, but like certainly on the social media uh, and the medium PR side, they've spent right. a lot of time with Phil and Leanne in our um, media and, and PR department, mm. and and picking through that. So yeah, they have spent they have spent some time with the club. And hopefully that will continue, and because they need to get a better understanding of, of of what drives the clubs and and what the clubs need to do to get you know a collective better product and everything else that goes with it. Yeah, great. 
we've got three new kits this year, Rob. You like them? Uh, oh, yeah. Love them, particularly the Heritage shirt. But of the Heritage shirt, the Principal shirt and the Away shirt, which one's your favourite, Rob? See, I always had a soft spot for a white shirt. And, like, I love It's a Leeds thing. I really like that. Love um, that whole campaign, yeah. Love that. Yeah. But the Heritage shirt, the, the 2004 shirt, just when I look at that, I just smile. Yeah. Just because it just evokes such happy memories. That kit was almost the start of it. Do you actually think it's a nice kit, Rob? Because like, I, a bit like you, I think, for me, I love that kit because of what I associate with that yeah. kit. But, I, I mean, I, I'm not sure it's the prettiest kit we've ever had in my own mind, but I, I think it's because of what it means to us as Rhinos fans and why it's a favourite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then that's the kit, isn't it? It's like what it means to you, isn't it? And when seeing seeing the team in it and then picturing Danny Mag scoring that winning try when he's sl slithered under and then arcs away to a corner flag and everyone goes mental. Yeah. That was the first time in, in my lifetime I'd seen us win the title. So it was. It just evokes such special, special memories. Yeah, I love it. But I agree with you. There are there's some kits where you go, oh, that's a beauty, and then it just it just doesn't um, fade into memory, doesn't it? It just doesn't strike a chord with some some people. But mm. like, I, th I think we've had some absolute great kits. I mean, credit to to Leah Oxen, you know, for like coming up with some of these because that the navy kit, the second one with with the flex on it. When we saw that, we're like going. It looks like a game of asteroids. Yeah, and it, it does. We weren't sure, but then, but then when you see it, you go, "It's lovely. It's really, really lovely." And the training kit. I mean, I like this. I like I like this traditional look, mm. but the, the pink and navy is absolutely beautiful and such striking contrast between the colours. It looks fab. Um, we're one smart um, rugby team, and that's that's down to Watson and and Lee and his team who do a fantastic job, and Shane too. So yeah. Um, we'll is there much just just on the kits and merchandise? Is there much communication between Oxen and and the club? Is it is it kind of a partnership in that right? Absolutely. Is it, this is the home kit type thing. You, you all oh, agree? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. and that beauty with it, we sign everything off. Right. So yeah. yeah, um, and like you know, like looking ahead to 2025, 2005 was a really exciting year. Ended up in disappointment. Um, but like started amazingly well, and the, the World Club Challenge at Ellen Road was a very, very special night. Yeah, and that kit, and then 2015, the treble, that kit. So there's like plenty to go at for 2025. So there's been some really interesting conversations going on so far. <laughs> I mean, that nicely leads into our next question, actually, Rob. Is the because I don't always remember us using the titles Principal Heritage. And an alternate, it's always sort of been away, home away in third. Yeah. Is that principal heritage alternative team? Is that most likely going to continue going forward? Yeah, I think so. Um, and again, you need you need a heritage angle to call it that, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. So um if it's called third, we've had a particularly poor year ten years previous. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> yeah. so, so um, and what you find is, you know, you, across them, the sales of those shirts, not one shirt will sell 15,000 shirts. They'll all sell a number that kind of like get it to a place where they're all like similar sales. So it's like it's it's more choice. Um, you know, it's not compulsory to buy them. 
but what you find is people buy two or three if they like them. And for yeah. some reason, I, I do think it's compulsory Rob. So I don't know why. Just I, like, I get torn up by the wife, but it, it for some of us like me, Laurie and others, it, it is definitely compulsory. Unfortunately, <laughs> we've got some people in our group. I've got every home shirt back to 1980 and stuff like that. There's some amazing collections out there. Fantastic, better for that. Is there anything in the pipeline for a MND shirt, Rob? For a Rob Burrow shirt, or has, has that been discussed yet? Yeah, yeah, it has. Yeah. Um, it's, Brilliant. I don't know any more than that at this stage, but yeah, yeah, constantly looking at ways to beat the drum and keep that fundraising going. Um, absolutely, Oxen and Lee, and certainly Phil Daly. Well, the work that Phil Daly's done in terms of looking for the leading PR for, for Kevin's runs and challenges has been done, hasn't it? So. He, yeah. He's certainly on that page too. So I don't know exactly where that's at, but yeah, there's there's always there's always talk of if there is an angle, what can we do? Yeah, brilliant. Um, that's your commercial director hat on. <laughs> We'd now like your uh, opinion on on everything as a as a Rhinos fan, really, which is what exactly what exactly what you are. So we've we've kind of touched on Brodie Croft and Andy Ackers. What did you make of it when when Gary told you when Rowan told you that these two? They're actually signing for the Rhinos. Just, yeah, just like, and like I'm like a kid. So I don't sleep thinking about it and just like, and and almost like Gary got fed up. And that's why he doesn't say anything because you get fed up to back teeth of me asking him, is it done? Is it done? Is it done? <laughs> so, and that, that was Brody, but Andy Acker's happened that quick, like that quick. Mm. Uh, just I was having a drink with Rowan. Rowan lives near me, so having a drink with him, and he went, "You know that's nearly done." And I went, "Really?" And I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. Uh, and he said, "It's nearly done that," and I'm like, "Going, wow, that is incredible too." Um, but just yeah, fabulous signings. I mean, all seven, because um, I'll throw Kieran Hudson in that too. All seven yeah. signings are just absolutely top draw, top top draw. I couldn't speak highly enough of every single one of them honestly that they're just absolutely the the brilliant blokes and great guys and then fabulous fabulous players too so it's it's what they're like as a person and when will they fit in and that was always yeah. the, the 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 question and the case and rowan had said that he'd look at 20 things why wouldn't he sign him and then right we'll sign him because i can't reason not to mm. uh, it was a bit different with Brody and Andy because he'd sit and they were over here so it was it was, it was less of a risk well it was no risk was it it's it, it's just not a risk you know what you were getting yeah mm. signing them to you know the the both here the big mates they traveling together so instantly mm. it's it's easier from both that they both come yeah. in so yeah just really 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 excited I said when when so when so it was a Tuesday that following Tuesday after the AMT and Rowan sends me the numbers of the players that he signs. So I, I text them all and like um, Matt Frawley rang me back actually, which was lovely. And, but, yeah. but on the Andy and um, Brody ones. So I sent Andy Ackers um, a, a WhatsApp message saying, Andy just wanted to say, oh, pleased awarded and, and chuffed that you're coming to Leeds. Brilliant that you've picked us. Can't wait to meet you. If you need anything, give us a shout. Look forward to catching up. Cheers, Rob. And, and sent him it. And then, because I was like, I sent Brody Croft the same message. So it said, I sent Andy. So I sent Brody 
Andy, great that you've signed. <laughs> so then you can't retract it, can you? So that was like about 12 o'clock. The press conference were half two. So yeah. I was like, I had some, anyway, rearranged everything because I wanted <laughs> to be there. I've come out and as Brody, I've, I've seen him out my office window, so I've pegged it downstairs and I've gone round corner and I've gone, Andy, Andy. Brody Croft. <laughs> and Brody Croft turned around laughing his head off. He went, Are you Rob? And, <laughs> he just, and we laughed and had a hug. And he, it's like, they're just great kids. They're, they're great. Andy Croft, new nickname. That, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I thought, Jesus, me and my pale thorpe sausages getting all that texted. <laughs> What's that wrong? Anyway, but yeah. The great, the great times. It's like days like that that you go, I won't want to work anywhere else. It's just brilliant. No, it's best job in the world. Yeah, just brilliant. From a fan perspective, obviously, Croft, we, we, you know, I, it was the obvious thing to do, like you said, and, and, and there's no questions about him. He's, he is class. And, you know, from, from us, we said we needed a new halfback, need a new halfback pairing. Hooker wasn't really on our list. No. Um, you know, Jared had, you know, a good, great year last year. He's still developing in that role massively. Yeah. Um Obviously, that news for him is—it's you know someone's coming in to be the number number nine. We were happy for him to have that nine shirt. Can, have you got any idea of in terms of what Jared and how and how that if the, how Jared took that news from that perspective? I asked Rowan that. I said, "Has, has, has Jazz been all right?" And he went, "Been amazing, been amazing." Is it every session? There's some stats. We we had some sponsors down at Kirkshall last week, and there's some stats. And he's been the top trainer in terms of sessions. Yeah, and, I can believe it. Yeah, and, and also he, he hasn't missed. He hasn't missed at all. He's fitter than he's ever been, and his attitude is well. I've got someone who I can learn off, but I want to start. And yeah. it's that's the perfect mix. I thought it was brilliant on Boxing Day when he thirty seven. He helped transform that that game. Just his enthusiasm and flying off the line and his line speed. And he showed a bit of that against OKR. He's just a, a brilliant, brilliant lad who, if if in them circumstances, you couldn't have asked him to handle it any better. It's funny just, because there's two comments there, or there's two things about Jared. That one thing that Cam said when we were invited down to the media day was that they call him Soap. Because he cleans everything up, he's just he's yeah. just someone yeah. he's just that workhorse that just cleans everything up as well. And it's yeah. funny you mention him getting off the line because I'm not. If, I'm hoping you've watched the video, Rob. Because it was even inviting us down. Um, <laughs> but he claimed to me that he, I said he didn't make a big tackle against Michael Lawrence against Bradford. Um, I thought it was more of a push, and he said it was a big tackle to the point that his dad had texted Jared saying I'd said that, and then Jared sending me videos. For, just to get your opinion on that one, do you think it was a big hit against Michael Lawrence? What a big hit! Well, Matthew I wasn't thought, pushed him. I thought it was a big hit. Uh, what a big was. hit! It was. I, I, I agree. On the voting media day, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was sat behind the stakes in that coral stand though that day. It was like the Ark Royal, like it was that rusty. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were stood behind the players and we saw them all go off at half, at like thirty minutes in. We thought, oh, that's Rob texting saying the sandwiches are out. Yeah, I didn't. That I did text him. It was Cam Smith, so I was seeing if he were going to button me because I could see him. He had his phone in his hands, so I messaged him. I went now then, and he looked, and he looked, and I thought he ain't going to reply. He's just going to put it in his pocket, and he and he just put where are you? And I went, I'm up here. It's freezing. He went, I need a coffee. I went, come up at half time, just to Cameron. He brought thirty players with him. <laughs> the room, the room was smaller than this kitchen. 
So, like, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it looked like North Korea because we're all in this clobber. So everyone just, like, comes in and just covers it. Oh, the took, took every cup of coffee. They'd run out of coffee. <laughs> Cam should have brought his own. Sticking uh, on to new signings, then. Um, Lackie Miller, someone that we met on the media day. Um, he looks, I mean, the feeling that Lackey seems to generate, what we know is in that tunnel idea, so I don't know if you agree, but yeah. he was just fun. Like, you were a bit of a class clown sort of thing, taking yeah. a nick and just being a bit of an idiot, but in a, in a really funny way and stuff. And it was really interesting seeing that. Is he just that big of a character in general? Absolutely. Yeah, just, just a, a ball of energy and a ball of fun, but just a very, very nice, polite man who, who yeah. gets it, but knows when to, like, mess about as well. You know what I mean? So he's just, he's just perfect. He's funny. He's very, very funny. He's yes. it, Great, and he can't wait, and he's loving it. He's absolutely loving it. So, yeah, yeah, we can't wait to see him play. And what, what did you think of his performances on so the Boxing Day and the whole KR game? I think even he himself admitted he was probably trying a bit too much on Boxing Day. Obviously, he got his try against KR and had some good moments there. Mm. Yeah, Boxing Day were it was it's a different thing, that isn't it? It's like it's it's mid pre-season, which is tricky, and um, yeah, I. You wouldn't read. You'd never read that much in a boxing day, would you? You you you, you never would. Um, but against Ulkr, I thought he showed some nice touches. Ultra safe under the high ball because he was swirling around in that first half. Some real difficult high bombs to to take. Took him really comfy, which is a great sign. Great support player, and he's like he's he's chiming around the back. And him, Brody and and Matt Frawley have got like. Um, a thing going, I'm sure, and like I've seen a bit in training where they're just they're constantly talking and pushing and yeah. pointing. So yeah, just and, and again, his game is top of the ground, dry track, and yeah. heavy, windy, driving rain. It's like wow, you know, and he's and he's done well, hasn't he? I thought he played. I thought he played well against Ulkr. Yeah, you he know, did. What you want from him? Absolutely, what you want from him? So mm. yeah, but we're good. You mentioned Matt Frawley there, Rob. Another, another great sign, another great partner for uh, for Brody Croft, and another halfback which we des- desperately needed. Yeah, for sure. And and again, such a nice guy. Like you, you, I, I know this might sound like a broken record, but honestly, just proper, 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 top top bloke, and just you know someone who's under the radar a bit. You know, people went, oh, yeah. we still five years ago. Well, five years is a long time. You know, when you're twenty eight. You know what I mean? He was, young. he was a young lad when he went there, and still, all the people at Huddersfield really, really like him, and like he's in touch with some of them. You know, so that says a lot. Yeah, uh, person, but yeah, yeah, just a great guy. And like you hear, you hear the lads, you know, Harry Newman and Reese Martin and Cam Smith talk about him. They know that they know whether he's he's a player or not, and they know that he is because you know they're, they're saying his organisational skills around will allow Brody to play. Yeah, more so, freely. Yeah, yeah, he's great. You definitely, you definitely saw that on KR. You could see that structure was yeah. far better uh, yeah. in that KR game, and I think I think he will make quite a few people eat his words because um, to say when when we signed him, some not quite a few people weren't happy about it. But I, I actually think a lot of people will have to be deleting those tweets or whatever they did in the past because I think they'll be proved wrong. But I think the biggest compliment I think I've seen about Frawley so far was probably when we had Sam Lasoni on the podcast, and it was who's most likely going to be a head coach in the squad. And straight away, without question, he said Matt Frawley. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I think we've got a few, I think we've got a few of them, Reese. Um, 
few of them. He um and his kicking game is is vastly underrated. He's got a lovely, lovely cultured left foot, a lovely left foot. And you saw that last week in really difficult, windy conditions. The control of his kicks was something that you just kind of like you you didn't you just expect it because it's Matt Frawley. But honestly, class act, a class act. Mm. Yeah. There was one massive kick in that game, actually, for all they did. I think it was a proper, in the union, as they call it, a Gary Owen, but it was absolutely massive. It definitely went sort of out yeah. of the stadium, right on the right on the <laughs> on the try line. And it was, I mean, I remember going, God, we haven't had that for a while. Ever, yeah. <laughs> yeah, perfect kicking game. Promises, Kev. Um, another Australian, another star signing from the NRL, Paul Momorowski. I mean, we've, we've, we've just... Gary's just got the checkbook out here, Rob, and just said, who do you want, Rowan? <laughs> a bit of that, but yeah. Uh, and again, he, Paul was in the leadership group of the Roosters. Yes. And, and again, if you look at that Roosters backlight, he's probably not going to get in. And yeah, so the, the you know, Rowan's big mates were Trent Robinson. Uh, and that's how that came about. Um, there was some other options with some other centres as well. Mm. Uh, but he's great. He, he, yeah, I mean, he's a great player, like a really, really good player. I was talking to Danny Maguire about him, actually, and Danny Maguire saying how good he is. Uh, and you trust Danny. Um, and that's that's a, that's, a, that's a couple of years ago. And, um, yeah, just just a fabulous, fabulous, fabulous rugby league player and bloke again. And, again, Harry Newman, I mean, he's only trained with him maybe two and a half weeks. Because he yeah. came, came early Jan, and then he went back to Australia. So he came back. Yes, he came back on Sunday. So yeah. trained today. Um, I messaged him actually, and he's had a lovely day. And he'd come back with his wife because he got married on twenty ninth of December. Then yeah. came he, then went back, and then he's brought come back with his wife now because he had some weddings that were pre planned over over in Australia. You know, yeah, yeah. Mm. So, um, but yeah, absolute top, top top guy again, just out of the frolic. Croft Acker's mould, you know, just lovely guy, a lovely guy who is, um, you know, astute judge of rugby league. And I, I think, you know, from what I've heard, he's going to be like a future head coach and everything else you've got. So you've got Frawley him and, and you know, there were one or two others as well. But again, more than just a centre. He's bigger than you think. He'd be six foot three at least. Um but yeah, a very, very, very good player, um, and again, a, a, a great guy, a great guy. Can't wait to see him play. And if you can just sidetrack from new signings to another centre in the Rhinos squad, Harry Newman signed his his new two year deal, obviously keeping him now to the end of twenty twenty six. Again, from a Leeds fan perspective, Rob from a Leeds hat, you know, what does it mean for Harry Newman to be committing another two years to, to Leeds? Yeah, it's great. Great, isn't it? And 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 what he said was was right. You know, you think you know he yeah. does does owe the club, and the club have stuck by him. But it's nice to hear Harry say it. You know, we all wanted him to stay. Of course, we did. Um, and and Rowan did, and Gary did, and everyone. You know, every single fan would. Um, so it's fab news, isn't it? You need to keep all your best players, um, and then build from there. So. Um, yeah, it's brilliant news. An English, one of our own, come through our academy. Um, but yeah, yeah, great news. And you know, he looks in absolute brilliant nick. So I just hope, um, yeah, he just um, starts well and and starts to build into the season. Yeah, yeah, shows us what he's got. Another local lad who's now the Leeds captain, Cam Smith. Was that just the easiest decision Rowan would ever make, just to make Cam captain? 
Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of criticism on the last year of, of who's captain and who in, and we need to sort it out. Um, and I think I, I agree that you just need to have one captain. I don't think any side's not done it. You know, I don't think any top side's had a, a group of captains. They might have a leadership group, but there's always one leader. And and now it's Cam, which is great. And I think that's the right call. And then yeah, close, right. close by is lieutenants of Croft, Akers, Ash, mm. Mick, uh, Frawley would be would be the you know, the, the the group around him. So he's got plenty of, of lieutenants and and people who, who we can, you know, check in with. But Cam's a Cam's an experienced Super League player, isn't he? And mm. you know, the time's right. He's immensely proud by it. Um and and he's one of our own as well. So it's it's brilliant, isn't it? That that he's captain. I'm I'm proud as punch for him. Yeah, me too. So flipping back to the signings, then uh, Mikel Gudemond, um, a bit of a, a player that I think is, I think I think is brilliant. Gudemond, I like. I rated him when he was at Catalan. Um, prop second row. Um, he's hopefully he's going to be fit for this weekend. What sort of impact has Gudemond made? Again, it's, it's great that him and him and Sanga walking around together. So the little French group within within <laughs> the Rhinos yeah. family, but Sanga's like looking after him. It is. Again, just a very, very polite, nice bloke who is training the house down, wants to impress, has got on with everybody. Just a great, again, just a, again, lovely, just a, a, a top guy. And again, coward scene player. I thought he did all right, Boxing Day. Um, then he's just had this little, little niggle, but I don't think it's anything too dramatic. So, yeah, coward scene player. Um, it was James Donaldson's testimonial. For the whole KR game, um, he spoke to Radio Leeds on, on the media day, and um, James Dayton asked him, "What does Leeds mean to you, James?" And he, Donald Donald started to choke up, and I saw that. quite clearly, the club means a lot to him, Rob. Yeah, and and he means a lot to the club. He is yeah. he's everything that's good about rugby league and everything that's good about Leeds Rhinos. He is. An absolute champion. He's he's the father figure. He's the first person that most would speak to if they had any. He is he is just I can't speak highly enough about him. And like we did a bit. We've done a few dinners and obviously the game last Sunday, a week last Sunday. Um and yeah, we, we both got a bit emotional because like I feel a bit under because it's his game, it's his day, it's so you're almost you want it to go so well. It's different to this Friday where it's the club and it's like, yeah, yeah it's there's almost like a bit more pressure on when it's for, for James mm-hmm. with all his family there watching. But yeah, just it were it were great and I would chuffed to chuff to bits for him because it went so well and yeah, he came in off it today. He 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 is an absolute diamond. He really really is. Um, and yeah, so he right back at him that. You know, he means as much to the club as the club means to him. Yeah, brilliant. and is he be teaching Brodie Croft how to put in passes uh, with, with props taken on a great line? Because the pass he did to Tom Nicholson and Watton, that went that went nice. I, mean, I don't think I've ever seen Dono do that. It was now <laughs> downwind as well off a run up. He, he went through like a rocket, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> he's, I think little, little Tom is switching onto that. I think he'll have a big year this year. Yeah. Um, he, he was great to talk to, but. Yeah. Come from nowhere, and now you go. Well, he's in reckoning for Friday, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. 
He, he, when we spoke to him, he wasn't sure about where he was going to play. You know, obviously he had a bit of time at Keefe last year and Drew Reg. Um, and to be honest, for me, I, I think he's really put his name over the 17. I think he's up for a massive year. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that, and like and that's you know, like you say, you don't read too much into preseason, but you always hope, you're hopeful that someone will come through where you go, do you know what? There's someone there with them. When you put yeah. them up at that higher level, they can just go with it and 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 ride out the the rough patches on defense and then come up with a play like he did. Um, I think yeah. he's been I think he's been great, mate. I think he's been really really good. So, for some predictions to finish then, Rob, um, just because I think we've just lost Eddie for a second there. Um, if you're going to predict a player of the year, who would your player of the year be, your shout for player of the year be? Uh, the Rhinos player of the year? Yep. One, two, three, in no particular order. <laughs> That's so <laughs> <hard>. <laughs> Do you know what? Do you know what? That's that's so hard because, and that's a good thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a good. So I go top seven. Uh, no, yeah. I, I mean, everyone, everyone would go Croft, wouldn't they, Brody? And I think you know, if, if we're going to win something, he's going to play well, isn't he? But Matt Frawley, Momorowski, Harry Newman, Lockie Miller, <laughs> Andy, Cam Smith. If they all play eight, nine out of ten, we're in top two for sure. I can't talk you for one name then. <laughs> all of them. Yeah. I, 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 I'm going to put my hand up and say Harry Newman. I think for me, I think Harry's going to have a big year. I really want Harry to have a big year with no injuries and yeah. and show us what he's got. We've seen what he's got. We we just we just want to see it to the full season. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. Well, Harry, Harry was saying to the to the club's uh, media this week or last week that it's his first pre-season in two years, yeah, just yeah. due to injuries. So he's going to be in much better nick. Oh, you, you only got to look at him, Eddie. Yeah. You've, you've only got to see him in a polo shirt. That they all look. They all, you know, like there, there was a couple of years ago, maybe three or four years ago, when we played Catalan early on. And Mike Bacon and one or two at forwards came round and they've got biceps like bulging out of these polo shirts and you're going, Wow, look at the size of them. And we didn't <laughs> like, we didn't we didn't look like that. Now we do. We do look like we do look we do look athletic. We do look big. So yeah, everyone everyone's I mean, everyone's ready to play for sure. They the the bust into play, so can't wait. Yeah. So that's player of the year. What about young player of the year? Rob, who do you think will will shine this year? Our unwritten rule is twenty two and under. That's for some reason. Twenty two and under. I don't know if that matches what Ryan was doing, but <laughs> around that age group, twenty two and under. Who's that in your starting? In the squad, that's probably Tom what, Nicholson. What on? Tom Nicholson. What will be in there? Jackson Jack, Field. Jack, Jack yeah. Smith. Max Simpson. Max Simpson. Alfie yeah. Edgel. Bergie. Ned McCormack. Yeah, yeah, McCormack's yeah, I, yeah. I got Ned McCormack. Yeah, mm. funny saying that. On... I've I've been raving about Fergus week and week out on this pod, and because of the flashes we've seen of him, we've been having conversations of a Sam Tonkins cross Danny Maguire sort of built yeah. together. It's not a player. bad player, <laughs> um, but He's it fun. was Ned. It was Ned that stood out against KR, and he took his try incredibly well. 
Yeah, and I think and I think just by how Ned's a year and a bit older than him, what, 13, 14 months older than him, mm. than Fergie, I just think that Ned, they'll be, they'll be cautious with Fergie. I don't think he'll play as much as Ned just yeah. because. Just because they'll just be cautious with him. Yeah, uh, yeah, behind. But, yeah. But I agree. I agree. Fergie is one one talented player. I mean that pass at Bradford. Well, his first break, his first touch, we went eighty yards and early scored. Then his second touch, or maybe his third touch, he's like put a two-player first ball, and all of us walks in the corner, yeah, and he's, yeah. he, you're like, he's a super super talent. But there's a group. There's a what's lovely. There's a group of them behind. You know, when you if you go down. A, you can see when they play in a post session, there's almost like a, a young Rhino academy team who most of them are ready for first team, who are playing against the 13 who you'd think could maybe start giving a clean bill of, bill of health on Friday. So it looks, it's just it's just encouraging, isn't it? Like we, we, what we've got and John Bastian and Simon Bell and all that group of people deserve some credit because when John came back... yeah. It takes a bit of time to get them players through the the, the process and and along the conveyor belt to the first team. It, it's not going to happen overnight, so it's going to be a three four year almost plan, and that's what we're seeing the start of coming through into this group. So, yeah, it's it's a load of work that happened three years ago and two years ago. Ned and Fergie, and and the likes of Jack Smith and Max and all them. So, yeah. We've really? always had a conveyor belt of young players, but it, it it does feel like this current crop are, are different. And I think that the thing that I'm most excited about is is Jackson, Flood and Fergus McCormack because it's almost an exact mirror image of Frawley and Croft. And if those yeah. two can learn off the young, you know, to, from the years, I think I just think that's really exciting. I think Jack's been really great in preseason. I said, I mean, the Ned was fantastic against KR, so I do think the talent the talent pipeline is definitely there. I agree. Yeah, completely agree. And there's some some more behind that as well. So I'll make the next prediction slightly easy for you, Rob. You can't say Brody Croft for this one because I think that's the obvious <laughs> answer. Um, but if you're going to pick a signing of the season that isn't Brody Croft, who do you think will be the player when come October, as Eddie says, once we've done the treble, who do you think will be the signing other than Brody Croft that's made the biggest impact? Paul Momorowski. Paul Momorowski. Yeah. Yeah. And Matt and Matt Frawley. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Yeah, and then just to finish off, Rob, thanks as always for coming on. We always appreciate your time and and, and speaking to us. Table finish and prediction for the Rhinos this year. Well, I think I th I think the top three will be Wigan Saints and us. Yeah, top six would be made up of them three, and then Warrington, Lee, and Catalan. Mm. That's that's what I'd see. OKR, maybe. But I think they're the best six stroke seven if you put KR in it. Mm. So yeah, injuries, bit of luck. You know we've got it's 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 an all right start Friday. You know Salford will have a go. So you know yes. and we know that. And then there's a couple of toughies in it. We go old KR, then Catalan, then Lee, then Saints. That's the first five. So. um yeah, we um, we didn't win many of them last year, did we? No, and the beauty of the league is that it, it is close. But 
what Eddie's really wanting you to say, Rob, is that you're going to do the treble. That's Eddie, what's literally <laughs> yeah. what Eddie, that's what Eddie's been building you up for you to say. He just wants you to say that we're going to win the treble. Yeah, yeah. I used to say I used to say it all the time corporately. People were getting fed up with it, but yeah, <laughs> the treble's still on. Um, but yeah, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, we'll but but just do you know what's exciting is is that we're excited. Yeah. And, and there's enthusiasm and there's people. Um, one of our sponsors, a guy called Dave Flannery from ACS, who was like, he's, he's a great lad. And he said to me, he went, even I'm excited, Rob. And he done, he'd overly flustered. He went, I'm excited. He said, you come into the games and you're going, how are we going to beat this lot today? Or how do you think we'll play? We're going to have to play 10 out of 10 and they're going to have yeah. to have a day and then we might win. Whereas now you're going... Everyone will come to us and you go, wow, look at that back line. It's a, it's a, a world 13, that starting 13. The back line is, I think that's probably one of the best back lines. If everybody's fit, one of the be best back lines we've ever had. Mm. Ever. Mm. So, I mean, obviously we'll have to see how they play, but on paper, it's on paper. Uh, it's okay. one of the best back lines we've ever had. So, um, And I yeah. certainly hope that excitement transpires on Friday because, you know, we, I'd be... I'm secretly hoping for a crowd that is bigger than any attendance that we had last year. I, I have no, I can't, I can't see why it shouldn't be. Um, yeah. Without looking at the numbers, I don't know, but I certainly hope we're touching sixteen thousand on, on Friday because I think that is exciting. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Might, might, it might take a bit of time to get things to click more than we probably would like to, but I'm really hopeful that we'll start strongly on Friday. Yeah, and every team's in that boat, aren't they? You know, like Salford got beat at St. Helens, so they're clearly not firing all cylinders either, are they? So every team's will be searching for a bit of form early on. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's just exciting, isn't it? And as I said earlier, you know, if you if you're umming and ahhing whether to come or not to come, come, come because this, ticket, yeah. Yeah. this this hopefully is out of a new era. There's a really really good feeling. There's there's a mood that's never been replicated. I don't think in terms of um, togetherness. Um, would be the word that you'd describe it as. Rowan's been brilliant off-season with Rachel Nicks and Chev and Sa Simon and, and so, sorry, Scott and everybody. It's just like brilliant, absolutely brilliant. So everyone's really together, never been more together. So, yeah, look forward to seeing you all on Friday. On the way to the treble. Here we go. It's on. Here we go. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thanks to Rob again for joining right. us. We will be back to review the... Salford game. We'll see you all then. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye-bye.